Reach the Geek Elite. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me. But I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics. Daniel, it's been a little bit. Uh, we've had scheduling problems, surgeries, uh, people out of town, things happening. We just haven't been able to record. So uh, how's it been for you? A little bit, you know, hectic here and there, but, you know, can't really complain. I mean, you're also starting new jobs and, you know, got new things happening in your life. So it's understandable that uh, we just haven't been had a chance to record lately. We were on such a good streak, so let's uh, hope, you know, we can keep on going. (laughs) Let's get back on to it. I don't know. Do you want to bring up the fact that we're going to be making a little bit of changes to our show? Uh, we're uh, we're only going to be uh, doing the CWDC shows going forward. Yeah, going forward, we're only going to do, s- s- on a regular basis, we're only going to do the CWDC shows. There's just so many t- uh, comic book TV shows out there now, folks, that it is way too difficult for us to watch all of them and then talk about them. Um, yeah. We really enjoy that crossover event every year, so I think we decided we wanted to stick with the CW shows. Uh, that way, we know we'll have a lot of content throughout the year. Um, they, even though even though those shows are getting more and more every every season, so it might be cutting back on that even even more so. But right now, we're gonna do uh, Supergirl, Batwoman, uh, Arrow, Flash, Black Lightning, and Legends whenever it comes back. Uh, and of course, we'll be here to talk about that Crisis on Infinite Earths when that shows up. But yeah, absolutely. whenever we have downtime, we will try, like, we have hiatuses from uh, the CW shows. We will try and talk about Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, um, Boys, uh, Umbrella Academy, Runaways, all the all the other shows that we tra- talked about in the past will just be more condensed in talking about them after, like, binging them and stuff like that. Okay. All right, folks, then I hope you're still with us on this journey, and we will see what happens from here. Let's talk about a little bit of news since we've been gone. There's been all kinds of casting news for this Christ on Infinite since we've been gone. I, I don't know the last thing we talked about, but there's been pictures of uh, Brandon Routh in, in his Kingdom Come outfit. There's uh, Tyler Hoechlin in his Superman outfit. Tom Welling is going to be showing up, and they haven't shown him in a Superman outfit yet which is going to be kind of crazy because he never actually got to wear a Superman outfit on Smallville. I don't know if you know that, Daniel. That's true. The last episode of Smallville had him having an S, a Superman S on his chest as he went to go fly, but that was added in uh, CG post-shooting, so he never actually got to wear an outfit. Wow. Yeah. We have uh, Erica Durant is going to be redoing her character of Lois Lane 
in the Crisis on Infinite Earth. So we already know that she is going to be uh, Supergirl's mother, as she has been in, in previous seasons. But now she will be the uh, uh, Lois Lane as well. So we have at least two Lois Lanes showing up in the Crisis on Infinite Earth. Really need to, though. I mean, it really feels like they're going to be centering a lot on Superman in this Crisis on Infinite Earths, which if you read Crisis on Infinite Earths, Superman is a big deal. So it makes sense. Flash is a big deal too. (laughs) This is true. Uh, So going into Crisis on Infinite Earths, there has been an Easter egg that has been shown online so far that Michael Keaton's Batman, 1989 Batman from Tim Burton's Batman, uh, will show up in a newspaper uh, image on it on the Crisis of Infinite Earth. So at some point in time, they will go to an Earth that will be uh, the Batman 1989 version of Batman. It, the The title of the newspaper says Wayne Tech CEO. Uh, Bruce Wayne to marry socialite Selena Kyle. So in the 1989 Batman universe, the two of them eventually get married, according to this story. <laughs> um, we obviously got some casting news for more characters out of uh, Crisis and Infinite Earths. Ostrich Chow, if you are a big Supernatural fan, has been cast as the second Adam Ryan Choi in the DC Comics. So he, he's going to be showing up. I wonder if he's going to have a uh, Legends of Tomorrow role because, uh, you know, we know that Brandon Routh is out as Ray Palmer. So if they wanted to keep the second um, air, uh, Adam, they would have him be on the show. That's pretty interesting. That'd be a good way to keep uh, the character on, on the show. Yeah, very much so. Um, also Jim Corrigan, AKA the specter has been cast for crisis on infinite earth. It's going to be played by an actor by the name of Steven Lobo. What such an interesting name. Uh, yeah. he, he also had roles on a uh, role on Su- supernatural and continuum. So he's no, uh, he's no stranger to sci-fi. Um, there's also been rumors that maybe, at the end of Crisis on Infinite Earths, Stephen Amell's character of Ollie Queen will become the new Spectre. Wow. Yeah. Because I don't know if you know this in the comic books, uh, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, at one point became the Spectre. So okay. people are wondering if that's a thing that might they might try and ape from the comic books and make uh, the Green Arrow the new Spectre. Could work. I mean, it definitely could work. I, I I wouldn't mind. I I wouldn't mind it because it would keep Stephen Amell, Ollie Queen in the CW Berlantiverse altogether, but he doesn't need to be around. If that makes right. sense, yeah. We also got our first look at uh, the Anti Monitor since we we are it's it's still being played by um La Monica Garrett who plays the monitor that we've seen so far, but this is a more zombie looking version of the character. Like his, the face makeup makes him look like he's, he's mostly dead. So that's kind of, that's kind of cool. Uh, go look up versions of the anti-monitor from the comic books. And I mean, it doesn't look exactly right, but it doesn't look bad either. 
You're right. Um, uh, then also coming out of the Berlani verse, there are rumors and it's heavily rumored and that's, I'm just mean it, there's no real sources for it, but there's rumored that Brandon Routh, even though he, he was very upset about the fact that he was leaving legends of tomorrow, uh, his kingdom come Superman role could end up spinning off into a regular series or limited series. Um, the CW might do a show based off of Kingdom Come. Oh. I mean, have you read Kingdom Come? Was that a yes? I read it over the summer. Oh, you did? Over the summer, yeah. What did you think? It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally one of my favorite uh, Elseworlds stories altogether. It's, I always have a, a great time um, going back over that story. Um, the artwork is beautiful. Oh, yes. Alex Ross's artwork is beautiful in that. I don't know exactly what the show would be about. It, I would assume it would be after the events of Kingdom Come. Um, so that, that, that would be interesting. But, um, yeah, Brandon Routh is more Superman. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe you can have a little redo from, you know, the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate that Brian Singer really killed that movie. It worked, but yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so not necessarily Crisis on Infinite Earth news, but more Berlaniverse news, CW Berlaniverse. Uh, in the Black Lightning show, which we know Black Lightning will be a part of the Crisis on Infinite Earth now. We've seen set photos of him there, and we've seen video from him there. Uh, over on Black Lightning, though, Wayne Brady is going to be joining the show as a cast member. Uh, he's going to be joining the show as the character Tyson Sykes, a.k.a. Gravedigger. A, let's, the description here says, a World War II era member of the U.S. military who became a super soldier after a secret experiment gifted him the enhanced strength, agility, tactical genius, and hand-to-hand combat expertise. After the war, Sykes defected to the, to the country of Markovia rather than return to segregated America. His aim to create a sovereign land for metahumans within Markovia sets him on a collision course with the ASA and Black Lightning. That is uh, pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, and obviously uh, this season and last season, you know, had a lot to do with the Markovians. Yes. I mean, Black Lightning usually does have a lot of tie-ins with the Markovians, so I am not surprised that they ended up doing that with uh, with the show. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Snyder over at Collider says that he has a rumor um, that he is hearing that the DC Universe uh, streaming platform was supposed to have a show called Stargirl, or at least it has a show called Stargirl that they are working on filming currently. Um, We had a whole bunch of casting for it, but they are saying that that show is going to go over to the CW now. Um, That could kind of fall in line with the news that the DC Universe app is going to be going away now that there's an HBO Max app. Um, Warner Brothers doesn't want to really split up all their stuff that way, so they might consolidate uh, the... um, the show or the the streaming app DC Universe into uh, the HBO Max streaming platform. Uh, now, if it does go to the CW, it would have to be recut to fit network broadcasting standards, 
and uh, you know length, obviously. Yeah. Though the uncut episodes could make their way onto the HBO app, HBO HBO Max app down the line, uh, which would also be kind of cool. So I uh, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Have you watched any shows from the DC universe yet? Oh, I don't have uh, have the app. So you haven't you hadn't had a chance to watch any? I think I know Titans was available on. Um, uh, Netflix, but I think only outside of America. Yeah, it's only outside of America. Mm, okay. Which makes no sense, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they definitely want you to, to get that um, app. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you, are you interested in the Stargirl show? I know nothing about Stargirl, so. <laughs> nothing at all. Okay, that's oh. fair. We'll have to maybe you get to to watch it if it comes out on HBO or CBW then. Yeah, it's just uh, I just think it's a little bit weird that you know the they're like oh yeah we're gonna you know edit the episodes obviously for, like you said runtime but you know for content too and like so uh, you can see the uncut ones on HBO Max or if they go that way. Yeah, that would be kind of strange. Um, would definitely be interesting though because then you could they would kind of be getting you to double dip. Like they can get you to buy the app so you can watch the uncut stuff, but then they can also sell advertising on the network stuff. It's true. Yeah. Uh, last bit of news that I have is um, Eric or Eric Kripke, the showrunner for the boys over on Amazon, which we talked about earlier in the year, uh, tweeted out a picture of him and Patton Oswalt, who he had, um, let's see, thank you, Patton Oswalt, that was amazing, hashtag the boys TV, hashtag season two, hashtag secret role. So, uh, Patton Oswalt might have a secret role in season two of the boys. That is pretty cool, I do like him, so. And you know, he shows up in just about everything geeky now, so it's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, Spec- completely speculating. I think that he might be playing. If you read, if you read the boys' comic books, I think he might be playing uh, the legend, which is kind of a amalgam of uh, Stan Lee and maybe Jack Kirby put together. But it's more just Stan Lee. Like, the, like he's they just call him the legend over and over. But he's the one that wrote all the stories for the comic books that would essentially sell the versions of the superheroes in from that, that, uh, uh, what's the name of the company? Um, uh, Vought international creates. So, uh, it could be pretty cool. Hope so, I mean, I love them. So, you know, and obviously I love the show, so I can't wait to see what they're going to do with them. All right. If you uh, don't have anything else to talk, we can get get right into the TV shows. All right. All right. So, um, you want to talk about Black Lightning first? Because I haven't watched any of the new season yet. Yeah. So, uh, pretty much, uh, what do you? I mean, what do you remember from uh, the last season? Let's start so, off there. So I have to, <laughs> I have to admit that I didn't watch the end of the last season either. <laughs> Uh, the last part I saw was, um, let's see, uh, geez, what was it? I remember seeing, um, the boyfriend getting killed 
he had his spine ripped out. Uh, I remember Lightning getting really upset and her powers going haywire. Uh, I think that's about it. Okay. So, um, getting all the past two episodes, quick little recap since you haven't seen it. Um, find out that, uh, the boyfriend, uh, he's alive. Uh, agent Odell saved his body. Uh, they gave him another spine and, uh, enhanced his metahuman powers. They brain wiped him. So he has no recollection of who he is. Um, and they implanted a mind chip, um, on him. Um, so basically Odell controls say controls uh painkiller now so they essentially made him into the winter soldier yes that's crazy and um uh pretty much um our black lightning uh he agreed to be uh captured by the asa so he can protect his family uh so he's um currently living in the asa facilities um and he's actually developing new powers there too New powers. Yeah. Stronger? Uh, stronger, too. Um, he can see, basically, if there's anything uh, electrical, he can kind of see, like, through walls and hear stuff now. Okay. Thing he couldn't do before. And, uh, however, uh, the ASA did say that, you know, he had, uh, you know, he wasn't going to be, he was going to be in ca- captivity for a while, um, but they're letting him um, kind of live with Linda now because she's there, too. Uh, for under the ASA's protection, and so she can learn more about the uh, the other metas that are there. Even though they're giving him pretty much a free will and free realm, uh, they're still kind of keeping taps on him so they know when he uses his powers. Mm. Um, and the ASA is still searching for metas uh, throughout Freeland, so uh, Nissa um, is kind of helping a lot of the metas escape uh, Freeland. With the help of Gamby, of course. Oh, okay, I was going to ask where Gamby was at. So he's helping out Nissa, um, and then pretty much uh, Tobias. Uh, he's still alive, but he's slowly dying. He's in captivity of uh, the ASA as well. Oh, so Black Lightning and Tobias Whale are both in uh, captivity of the ASA. Right. And um, however, Tobias doesn't know that that uh, Black Lightning is there. Oh, okay. So why is he dying? Um, it's just, um, they didn't really go into detail about it. Um, so I don't know. Uh, they just know that he's in rough shape. So we'll probably hopefully find out later. I'm, I'm pretty sure, um, you know, Jefferson's going to ask, um, agent Odell what's going on with him. Okay. And, uh, they're doing tests on the metas. They're making them fight each other and stuff. <laughs> I don't. I mean, that doesn't seem very testy. That's uh, <laughs> making them fight each other seems like just a bad thing. That's just so I can see, you know, uh, the limits of their powers and you know what powers they have. Okay. All right. Anything Black else? Black lightning. <laughs> Is there anything else we need uh, to know? Uh, I don't think I left anything out. It's pretty straightforward. All right. So uh, you're still excited for the rest of the season, or? Yeah, actually, after the last season, um, you know, this has actually become uh, one of my favorite CW shows. 
That's awesome. I mean, I don't have a problem with the show. I just honestly, I, I ran out of time and I forgot it. I, I overlooked it on my DVR. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Yeah. It, it happens. Um, Okay, so do you want to talk about Supergirl then? The return of Supergirl and the fact that she has pants. Yes. <laughs> no longer a skirt. No longer a skirt. What did you think of uh, Brainy's new suit design? Uh, it's pretty cool that the cape actually gets damaged for once. Yeah, the, the cape got damaged. That's why she, uh, he had to make her a new suit. What did you think about the the fact that it's like a nanotech suit that comes out of nowhere kind of thing like it just as soon as she takes off her glasses it starts to form around her it's actually pretty cool comes in handy <laughs> definitely in handy less less having to do a change which was also hilarious when uh, what was it it was was it uh nia Null or was it uh um uh nah, what's what is supergirl's sister's name Alex. Alex, yeah. One of one of them said, How do you guys get changed so quick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, that was it's just it was a it was a cool little funny thing. Um, let's see. how do you feel about Supergirl finally revealing her secret to um Lena? In about time, I mean, she tells just about everybody else. I know, like when she's having this little conversation about how hard it is to tell Lena, just like everybody else knows. I don't understand why it's so difficult to tell her. Uh, and then you, it makes you think that Lena is like, "Oh, okay, I forgive her and stuff because she finally told me." But according to her, that's not it. She's just biding her time now. Yeah, she's going to use her, I guess, for the super evil plan. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny how, you know, just feeling betrayed by your friend now makes you into a villain. Because when she first came about, it was, it was all about, no, she's not a villain. She's not She's not her brother. She's not her mother. She's completely different. Um, but, yeah. Now she's, yeah, basically becoming, becoming them, essentially. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? Uh, I, I'm guessing this guy is the new Supergirl love interest, but it's the reporter guy who keeps like, like fucking with her. And then, and then all of a sudden the last episode is like, Oh look, I'm at a soup kitchen. I'm a nice guy. Uh, I mean, I still don't believe it. (laughs) You don't believe that he's a nice guy. Yeah. Still be, he was being really weird still. I know. He's, I he's a very weird dude. I, I think obviously there's going to be some kind of big reveal of who he is or what he does or something like that. Um, we stopped right. to, You have to take into account that we still have uh, Leviathan around. Like That was the big thing at the end of the last season. And uh, uh, we we saw Miss Tessamacher and um, yeah. Lena has her captive and is essentially changing her behavior using science so that she's a good person quote unquote a good person right and pretty much reprograms her i guess is the best way to see it yeah yeah reprogram is is appropriate and uh i i mean i guess she has other plans for her too though i mean that's what she was implying at least yeah she's i mean she's i think now she's gonna use her to help um with her big plan because Miss Tessmacher is a 
very smart person on her own, in, on her own right. So, um, yeah. so yeah, there's there's that. There's the new owner of Catco who owns a tech company that makes virtual reality contact lenses, which is kind of weird. Um, there's a lot of new characters this season. There is, and there's a lot of relationships this season, too. Oh, yeah, because we got Alex and her new girlfriend, which it seems like her new girlfriend just mo- already moved in with her, which yeah. is Jimmy's sister. Yeah, I mean, that was a... Uh... That was pretty quick. It seemed like it. Uh, it helped with the whole like episode where um, Martian Manhunter's brother, who he didn't remember having, uh, showed up and was being other people because we found out that uh, Jimmy's sister has a blueberry allergy, and that helped her helped Alex realize that there was someone impo- uh, impersonating her. Yeah, which still doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then everyone, that's right. Because I was like, oh, yeah, let's just eat, uh, you know, the blueberry pancakes instead. Yeah. And that's how she knew. That's right. That's that's how she knew. Um, So, Marshman Hunter's brother in the comic books is a very interesting character. He's a character that doesn't have the telepathic abilities like his brother does uh, because he was a criminal and got ended up getting, getting that part of his brain shut down. He did... Uh, betray his whole race to the white Martians. So that kind of is true is what you're seeing in the show. Um, he's also, the one, if I remember correctly, he's the one that caused the big fire that killed all the Martians, uh, including, uh, John, John, John's, uh, wife and children. So there's a, there should be a lot of hostility there right now. Uh, John doesn't remember him. So maybe that's the reason why there's not in the show. And he got mind wiped too. And he got mind well, yeah. Obviously, some stuff was taken away. Yeah. Um, um, oh, go ahead. I hope. Uh, who do you think she's talking about? Because she's uh, she says she, you know, loved hurting the people she knew and cared about, um, and that you know she was working for somebody else. Hope? Martians. Oh, I, I don't know. Or Miss Tessmacher. Sorry, not Hope. Ms. Oh, okay, Miss Tessmacher. Uh, I'm guessing that's Leviathan. Okay. So that that could be that could be a, pro, a thing. Uh, yeah, I it. Oh yeah, and we we should talk about the fact that Jimmy is or Jimmy the James Olsen is leaving. Um, obviously he's been he left the Cat Co. There's talks of him becoming a senator. Is what it was, I think. And I guess that's uh, how they're kind of ruling rule him out of the show. I guess. Yeah, that or he's going to be the art coordinator for uh for some museum somewhere so yeah they have ways of writing him off the show but it's unfortunate to see him leave no no more crime fighting for him no more uh but we do have jeremy jordan that's supposed to come back sometime this season right i think so i think I, we talked about that last season i don't remember if we yeah, did or not because he's just gonna be a re, uh not a reoccurring role but like a regular right it, no a regular was someone that's going to be on every episode okay so he's going to be a reoccurring recurring there you go i think i don't remember uh is there anything else you want to talk about supergirl well not really i mean uh i enjoyed the second episode a lot more than the first uh even though cheesy parts but that's about it yeah uh and then you didn't talk you didn't watch batwoman yet right no so i'll talk about batwoman for a little bit um 
I am kind of enjoying this show. Uh, I still don't think Ruby Rose is that great of an actress. I think she is doing much better than anything else I've ever seen her in. So that's good. The suit looks ridiculous. That's for sure. Uh, we haven't seen the actual Batwoman suit yet, though. This is uh, 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 not Ruby Rose. Uh, Kate Kane wearing a uniform uh, suit, a bat suit that was made for Bruce Wayne that's been modified so that she can wear it. Um, we have Luke Fox is her guy in the chair if we steal something from Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, he's their, their tech person, so it was our our Wynn character from Supergirl. It's our um, uh, Carlos Valdez vibe. What's oh, I got it. What's right? What's what the hell is Vibe's name? My God, I just I can't think of his character's name. What's not his last name? Ramon. Ramon. That's right. Uh, oh my God, You're terrible. Cisco. It's the Cisco character. Um, it is uh your Felicity character. So it's it's your every show has to have its tech your tech person, I guess it, and. Uh, Luke Fox is the tech person. Um, he knows all about Batman and Bruce Wayne being the same person. Kate Kane finds it out in the first episode. Her father is a guy who runs a private security force that is essentially the police force for all of Gotham City because Batman left years ago uh, and the cops are almost non-existent and people, especially rich people, don't feel secure. There is okay. the introduction of a, the villain is a character by the name of Alice. Second second episode of the season, they reveal that more than likely Alice is actually Kate Kane's twin sister that was killed in a car accident uh, when Kate was a child uh, by the name of Beth. Now, more than likely, uh, her father, their father, uh, when the body wasn't found from the car accident. He faked Beth's death or essentially made it so that it looked like she did die in the car accident so that everybody could move on, especially Kate, because Kate was going crazy saying, you know, they never found her body, so she should still be alive. We should be out there looking for her. So he had good intentions in being like, look, we'll just say some of her DNA was found in some uh, animal droppings, so to speak, uh, and that way Kate will not be suffering anymore looking for her twin sister but more than likely Alice is the twin sister and the father's not willing to accept that but Kate is willing to sacrifice herself to make her father see the truth I think it's a pretty cool twist on the story a bad yeah yeah essentially it makes <laughs> I don't I don't want to say this because I just realized what it says in my head because I hated the movie Joker but it kind of makes it so that Batman and Joker are brother and sister or brother and brother <laughs> <laughs> so in this it makes Alice Alice is, is Batman or is Batwoman's Joker so to speak okay that'd be awesome to see it play out then yeah um like I said, it's not there yet, but it is interesting at this point. It could definitely go downhill from here. Uh, I don't want to write it off yet, though. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Flash, then. 
uh, two yeah two episodes yeah so what did you like about flash this season so far um uh nothing really <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I said something to you at the be- when I started when I watched the first episode that everybody kind of just looks like they're phoning it in. Like it really feel like to me the first episode felt like everybody was just like, I can't believe I'm doing this again. Like kind of thing. I don't know if they were th- that was something they were going for because they're all sad that Nora wasn't around anymore. But I really just felt like everybody was exhausted and didn't want to be on set and just was everybody looked tired uh especially joe the actor who plays joe like then again he he kind of deserves it though we can give the benefit of the doubt because you know he had back surgery broke his back and stuff right he had back surgery he broke his back um then also the character just got a brand new job he's the chief of police or the captain of whatever uh the police captain and then he's also got a newborn so he's got to take care of a newborn and then he's kind of the he's the sounding board for all these people with all their emotional problems. Like anytime someone has a problem, they go to talk to Joe about it. <laughs> uh, you know he's a good who, psychiatrist. Yeah, he's kind of their their psychiatrist. You know who's doing an amazing job on the show, though. I think um, the actress that plays his wife, and I sorry that I can't remember her character's name at the moment. Uh, uh, Lucille. Lucille, thank you. Uh, I think she is doing an amazing job. Her character is such a breath of fresh air. The the i the idea of her coming in and she's just so um, on top of everything all the time just is so so much better. Um, yeah. How do you feel about Caitlin and Killer Frost like having this thing where Killer Frost wants to be out of the body more often? It was a great idea, just uh, poorly executed. Yeah. Um, yeah, they started off with her having power malfunctions, and then the idea of having Killer Frost just out and about more, you know, as a as a person, like, more often is weird. I almost feel like by the end of the season, they're going to end up splitting them into two people. That's going to be weird. I think so, too. And Daniel... Panabaker will have to play both roles and hopefully it doesn't stress her out. But I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to see this much of killer frost. I kind of like just seeing Caitlin do science things. Yeah. Same here. Um, I like it, you know, when she's out, you know, to kick some meta meta human butt, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the whole, like, Incredible Hulk kind of, like, idea of it. Like, we want that version. We don't need the version where she's, uh, uh, out. She's, I guess, I guess they're doing the smart Hulk that we saw from Endgame, right? Right. Yeah. But, I mean, she wasn't that smart when she was Killer, uh, Killer Frost. Yeah. She's rude. She's rude, yeah. And that whole art show stuff, like, that was weird. Like, it's. I don't know this whole backstory or like uh, character filling out that we're getting we're getting for Killer Frost is just not needed. Just make it so that they're not two people. Make it so that it's Caitlyn. Caitlyn can just access her powers instead of having to call out Killer Frost. Yeah, but I I don't know. Ever since uh, they introduced Killer Frost, you know they've gone to the whole yeah it should be two characters sort of thing. Yeah, uh, what did you think of uh, her costume? 
It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it actually does look pretty cool. Cisco but made best a one so far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so then we have Cisco with no powers. He is developing his relationship with his girlfriend. Yeah, his girlfriend. Who's a reporter and an artist. Yeah, um, I don't really care for her character. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Um, we have Iris pouting because Nora's not around anymore. And if they do, see, according to her, if they do see Nora, it's going to be a different Nora altogether. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't see what you know what's so wrong with that. <laughs> and I don't see why it would be all that much different. It's still going to be her raising her. Yeah. Um, let's see. We have Barry. Let's just talk about Barry. Barry is uh mopey, mopey. Um, but still trying to be the positive spin. We got his new new costume. I dig the new costume as compared to last season's costume. Though still has a chin strap. Now this one has a chin strap. Yes, the last one did not. That that looked and the fabric just looked terrible. On the last one. This one looks good. Yeah. Um, oh, we can talk about the fact that uh, Jay Garrick from Earth 3. Yeah. He met his wife, Joan. Uh, but his wife ends up being a doppelganger of Barry's mom. So in Earth 3, essentially Barry's mom and dad are back together. Yeah. That's kind of And then uh, I... I I don't understand why he just couldn't be straight and answer her when she's like, Oh, you know, do I remind you of someone from, uh, from your earth? He's like, yeah, someone special. And then that's it. I mean, I kind of get it because I kind of be like, he'd he'd have to be like, Oh yeah, you look like my dead mom. (laughs) And I don't know exactly how I would answer that. If someone told me that. (laughs) You could just say, yeah, you look like my mom. He doesn't have to include the dead part. Uh, That's true. But you got to assume that, uh, Jay had already told her that Barry's mom is dead because he said that she said that Jay had told him that he looked like his dead dad. Dad, yeah. Um. So we're basically going to do Infinity War here. Uh, he was Doctor Strange, you know. He saw two million different universes get killed. Uh, yeah, you're you're not wrong. So yeah, he yeah. At, at some point ends up seeing a billion different timelines uh play out and the only one where everybody survives is the one where he sacrifices himself so so that's basically saying that both ollie and barry have to kill him uh basically sacrifice themselves yeah that's the the way but see i think what we saw in that kind of flash forward is not so much that the universe dying as the universe like coming together all the because it (sighs) Yes, in a way that would make it so that his Earth, Earth 1, disappears, but it could also make it so that Earth 1, Earth 3, Earth 9 all become one Earth. Like Just like in Crisis on Infinite Earths. After, after Crisis on Infinite Earths, everything became one. So I think what you're seeing there is the worlds melding together, not being destroyed. Even though I had red aura, I made it very misleading. <laughs> yeah, and they've done that before, the whole misleading thing. Remember when we first saw Martian Manhunter, uh, or we saw Hank Henshaw with red glowing eyes, everybody wanted to think that it was Cyborg Superman, but it was actually Martian Manhunter. Yeah. 
And you were right. <laughs> I mean, that's the only reason why I brought that specific example up so that I would hear you say I'm right. Oh, you want a little ego boost? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, who Did we miss anybody else on, on Flash? Who, who did we have for bad guys? Oh, uh, uh, the girl. Caitlin's, Caitlin's what? Uh, Caitlin's uh, school friend. I don't remember that. Basically going to be the seasoned bad guy. You can tell. Oh, yes. Already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's doing experiments with dark matter uh, and how that's going to. And it gave him some kind of weird power. Um, he has a tentacle coming out of his arm. Uh, <laughs> I, f- I know that we talked about him before. I just don't remember who he's supposed to be playing. Um, but then there's the girl that got radio wave powers from the from the the explosion and it ended up being her cousin who also got similar powers that was killing people and framing her for it. There is a, we forgot about Ralph. Ralph was out looking for Sue Dearborn, which in the comic books eventually becomes Sue Dibney, his wife. Um, he, uh, was out there, uh, you know, doing his best as, as a private investigator and stuff. And, uh, there's the girl that, oh, that I was just talking about, the one with the radio wave powers. She is going to be working with Iris at the, the citizen. Yes. Yeah. The C- central city citizen, uh, along with Cisco's girlfriend who also works there, which I didn't, I didn't remember that happening. This happened some point last season. Yeah, it must have. But I think that's, that's everybody for that. The two episodes. Yeah. I don't think there was. I mean, there wasn't really much else to talk about. Right, there really wasn't. Um, just the the visions, and that's like the biggest takeaway, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the the monitor showed up to tell Barry that you know expect things to happen. Things are going to be happening here soon. So be on your be on the lookout. So I I think that even though it's a heavily crossover episode or uh, event where it's going to be everybody. Obviously, I think it's going to be a lot of Barry and Ollie. Yeah, most definitely. And obviously the soups. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So then I guess we start talking about Arrow, right? Yeah. We only have one episode of Arrow to talk about, but it was because it had a later start date than everything else. Um, It does the shortest. It does have the shortest season. It's only going to have 10 episodes, but I really dug this episode would be too dude it was so cool like one i want to talk about the fact that they brought back uh previous seasons um fight choreographers or the people filming the fight choreography because it looked fucking great did um so this is essentially this is earth two yeah earth two the earth that black siren is from um Ollie is on Lian Yu there. Now it's our Ollie from Earth One, but it's it's you see that this thing was it's it's a uh, mirroring the first episode of Arrow, and yeah. instead of seeing the let's talk about this one first. Instead of seeing the dead Deathstroke mask with an arrow through it, we see a Batman mask with an arrow through it. Ah, uh, it was weird. It's weird. So. If you take into account what that means, what that could mean. Now, who is it in Earth 2 that is wearing the green or wearing the hood outfit? 
it's Adrian Chase, who we know as Prometheus, right? Right. So if we take into account that everything that happened to Ollie in Earth-1 happened to Adrian Chase instead, that means Adrian Chase is the one that was on Lian Yu, being trained by somebody. Uh, He he was being trained by um, Shadow's father, so that's where he gets the hood from. And then he was also being trained by Batman, Bruce Wayne, on that island instead of Deathstroke. So, because later on, Adrian Chase even says, uh, Bruce Wayne told me something. I don't remember what it was that he told him. But, oh, yeah, the quote. And you know what's funny is that's a Star Trek quote and a uh, Sherlock Holmes quote. That whenever, uh, yes, all, what was it? Uh, It... When you want to eliminate all possible abilities, no matter how strange or improbable, the that must be the new that must be the reason why or something like that. I know I'm screwing it up, but yes, <laughs> that was originally a Sherlock Holmes quote, and then eventually Star Trek made it so that uh, Spock's great 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 grandfather said it also, and then Spock said it so. Okay. That's uh, it's interesting that they that Batman's the one that is being uh, attributed to that quote at that point, right? It's awesome that he said it and that Adrian Chase, uh, you know, got got trained by him. So uh, Ollie uh, gets rescued from Lian Yu, just like in the original pilot. He, but this one that means that he's been sitting on Lian. That everybody back in Starling City thinks that he's been on Lian Yu for plus, 10 plus years instead of right. five years. Is that that timeline work out? So it's like 15 Because years. Uh, they said uh, Dinah or Sarah Lance or whatever. Uh, yeah, Sarah Lance. She said... Uh, no, Dinah. Everybody knows Dinah. Laurel. Laurel Lance. Yeah, Laurel. Sorry, fuck. <laughs> uh, Laurel, yeah. She said, she's like, what the hell? Everybody thinks you've been gone for 12 years and then you decide to show up out of nowhere. That's so yeah, because then you would, you would have the five years that he was gone, the f- and then the seven years that uh, the c- the show has been on. So right. So yeah, twelve. Um, yeah, that, that's that's pretty crazy to think that in that world that he's been gone for twelve years. Uh, I mean that that means that the that world's Oliver Queen died on the yeah. died on in on the gambit. Um. Uh, yeah, so um, Dinah or Laurel is back there. She's trying to be the best Black Canary that she can be. Uh, she's teamed up with Adrian Chase to be, uh, to do Arrow and Black Canary. Um, uh, most of the other characters are bad characters because Tommy is alive and he is the Dark Archer. Yeah. And he has uh, Dinah Drake on his payroll. He has um, Renee on his payroll. Um, Oliver's mother is back alive. She's married uh, to Malcolm. Married to Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, she's married to Malcolm. They everybody knows that Malcolm is Thea's father. Tommy knows that Thea is his sister. Um, he after Thea got killed in the glades from a drug overdose. He's the one that comes up with the idea for the reaping. What was it called? I don't remember the name of it. Season one stuff. Yeah, I know. They said <laughs> it, they said it in this episode. 
Yeah. But I just don't remember what it was called. But yeah, he was going to destroy all the glades, but Oliver was able to just talk him down, which was pretty incredible. Yeah, which he hasn't. I don't think he's ever done that. No. Ever. Yeah, this is definitely the growth of Oliver Queen from season one. Uh, Dig. Oh, he just didn't want to go. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it's incredible that Dig followed him. Like, when he first saw him, he thought he just thought it was Earth 2's version of Diggle, but it ended up being... It ended up being his Diggle from Earth One that just followed him, used uh, Cisco tech to to get to Earth Two, and uh, is I love it. I love the fact that they're going to be buddy cop through dimensions. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And is that what that does? This mean that that's what this season is going to be? It's going to be a whole bunch of them just jumping from dimension to dimension, trying to get things that uh, the the monitor wants. Because the whole point of him being on Earth Two is that he needed to get Dwarf Star Dwarf energy. Star, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's what it's all going to be about. I mean, I'm excited for that to see different versions of yeah. of people over and over. Yeah, same here. Do you think that we like, get, at one point we get to see a version of uh, Renee as like the Arrow, or or uh, maybe even Diana Drake as the Arrow? That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could forget that we 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 were seeing flash forwards too. To uh, Mia and um, Connor Hawk and John Junior and uh, yeah, the other people in the future. Yeah, William. That's right. What do you think of that older team? William. Yeah, that older William. Do you think of that t- team dynamic? One thing I love is that we're getting this weird version of the future kids. So we have John Junior, which is John Diggle's kid becoming a bad guy as the new Deathstroke, right? Right. And the reason why he's a bad guy is, or I I feel like this is what they're going to go in as, is that John Diggle also adopted Bronze Tiger's kid, Connor Hawk, and, you know, took him in as his second son, because that's why John Jr. and Connor both call each other brothers. So, uh, that happened at the end of last season where, bronze tiger you know informed everybody they had a kid and stuff like that so lay low yeah so that was i think that's all pretty cool um essentially no one's taken on the mantle of uh uh spartan which was john's title um john jr takes on the the mantle of deathstroke is is mia gonna be the new green arrow or is she gonna be a canary I don't know because they're playing with both, you know, with both ideas. Because William's like, okay, you know, here, go help him out. Don't forget this, you know, make make Dad proud and hand her the bow. Yeah, but because, you know, she's amazing in hand to hand combat. Yeah, because William is obviously the new Overwatch, um, right? Uh, Re- uh, Renee's daughter, which I can't remember her name, is I'm guessing the new version of him, the new Mad Dog. But I thought maybe she was going to be the new Canary. Uh, but that yeah, that leaves uh, Mia as to what her code name is going to be, and um, Connor Hawk was kind of calling shots in the in the in the uh, field, but now Mia says that she's going to be the one that calls the shots because he screwed up. But honestly, to me, it didn't seem like he screwed up. It seemed like she did. Go more into detail into that. Uh, what do you think? What makes you, so, you know, say that? When you see it, um, Connor is fighting off 
John Jr. and at one point uh, John runs away and Connor follows, but then Mia's job was to get um, Vasquez away into freedom or to escape, and she just got outfought. Like she, John Jr. just beat her. Like there's no reason. There's it's not really John Jr.'s or I mean uh, Connor Hawk's fault to, in my mind. Okay, yeah, no, that's true. So I don't see why she said, "Oh, you screwed up." Now I'm taking over. But uh, uh, didn't they have? Um, I'm trying to thought. Didn't they have? Um, Junior, um, you know, there dead to rights, and he kind of hesitated and didn't like take the shot. Oh, I must have missed that. Then that could be. That could definitely be something that happened. Because I think you know, kind of like. Um, so Bronze Tiger's son, you know, had gun pointed uh, to him, and uh, he kind of hesitated and uh, ended up getting away. Yeah, that could that could I could see that happening. So, would you want Connor Hawk to take on the mantle of Green Arrow, or would you rather have him take on the mantle of Spartan? Because in the comic books, Connor Hawk, who isn't the son of Bronze Tiger, he's the son of Green Arrow, takes on the 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 visage or the code name of green arrow at, at one point. I think I would actually like him to, you know, uh, take the mantle of green arrow. So then Mia should be a black canary. Right. Huh? I, I, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I kind of think that that would be, I, w- I would like to see it that happen that way too, which then you kind of would get your black canary green arrow relationship that we've been looking for throughout this whole <laughs> show. Um, but I, I think that more than likely is what you're going to get is Mia taking on the name of green arrow. Uh, you'll have Connor take on the name of, uh, overwatch and then you'll have somebody show up and be the new black canary and it will be one of the old black canaries. Cause we know that there's going to be the TV show, um, at hey. some, the new spinoff TV show where, uh, Laurel is going to be a black canary and Dinah will be there to train Mia. Okay. So I think that's going to be called I, the comic book. That version of it is going to be called Green Arrow and the Black Canaries. Okay. Hmm. So, um, so did you have something earlier that I cut you off on? Oh, he probably didn't. Uh, yeah, he probably didn't want to kill. Uh, watch Tommy die again, so that's why he tried to talk him down this time. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But unfortunately, he ended up seeing Tommy get killed. He saw his mother, he saw Tommy, he saw everybody else in the the precinct get killed, get wrapped up in that red um, wave, and they kind of just dissipated. Um, the only person he saved was Laurel. He grabbed Laurel, and they went through the opening, the, the portal. Yeah. And, I mean, he could have grabbed his mom, but, you know, it would probably have been too long to explain. <laughs> he could have grabbed his mom. He could have grabbed Tommy. Like, uh, that's all very unfortunate that he didn't. And I want to I want to bring up a little point is that the the actor who plays Tommy, uh, as we've said multiple times in this sh- on, in, on this show, is that he is on that show Chicago Med. So that's, you know, one of the reasons why he can't do more things on this. He's no longer on Chicago Med. He left the show at the beginning of the season. What was that? 
cut out. Uh, he left at the end at the beginning of the season. Yeah, he left. He left Chicago Med at the beginning of the season. So that actor's uh, is wide open, so to speak. Maybe they'll have them in a couple more episodes uh, since they're going to be going to different universes. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that's what's going to happen. I really like him, so. Yeah, so do I. Um, do you have any more uh, any more any more things you want to talk about? I don't think so. Um, but overall, this episode of Arrow was awesome. I can't wait for the rest of the season. Me too. I mean, ten, only 10 episodes. They should be all great 10 episodes, right? hope so all right daniel that's it for this week we will see everybody next week if you want to get a hold of me on twitter i am at mitchipedia gem gem stands for geekly media you can also find daniel on twitter at super commie daniel the rest of Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geekly Media Network. But until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geekly Media Network saying, always remember to geek out. Geek out. This concludes our broadcast.